welcome to another Thursday Thought. I love this music. This is one of my favorite by Metaverse, and this is a track I listen to. It's a 60 minute long track when I'm reading and when I'm writing. It's in 432 hertz, this ideal frequency for alpha wave and for thinking and for just feeling good about yourself. So I picked that for this. This is the final in the free versions of the Thursday Thought. Sometimes I'll release episodes. And I just want to say the reason I'm doing this is I wanted to offer something further for those people who are subscribing to the show, paid subscribers. One of the things you will definitely get is definitely a paid subscriber will win an upcoming episode, which is the Corporate Explorer Fieldbook. For those of you who listen to the Tushman, O'Reilly and Binns series. Andrew Binns has released this book along with his colleague Eugene Ivanov and the book is called The Corporate Explorer Fieldbook, How to Build New Ventures in Established Companies. Now I want to give that to a signed copy to one of the Innovation Show paid subscribers so that's definitely going to happen. The other thing is many of you have written in to ask how do I write and how do these articles come about? So at any stage, I have hundreds of articles in draft and they're collections of thoughts. That's why I called the series The Thursday Thought and they just come together over time. So this one started six years ago when I was working in New York as a consultant and I was listening to the audiobook of Yuval Noah Harari's Homo Deus and he mentioned this story about lawns. So that stuck in my consciousness somewhere, parked that in the consciousness. And then I came across Mark Soames and this series we did recently, for those of you who listened to it, The Hidden Spring. And Mark mentioned that we have to prioritize. For example, if I'm giving a speech or a lecture and I need to go to the bathroom, I'm gonna park that until after this speech or lecture. I'm not gonna go during it. So this idea of prioritization, and that reminded me of what happened in, in an organization I worked in, which was you can't be innovative when you're fighting for survival or you have an extremely toxic culture. So you have to take these things one at a time. You can't boil the ocean. And then finally, this idea of a cell cannot be in growth mode and protection mode at the same time. That came from the episode with Bruce Lipton many years ago, and also his brilliant book, The Biology of Belief. So stick all those into a mixing bowl, and you get this week's Thursday Thought. Private lawns, planning, protection, or growth. Luxury versus necessity. Maintaining lawns began during the Middle Ages among the French and English aristocracy. It symbolized wealth and status as it required large areas of land and significant labor. Creating and maintaining a well-tended lawn was challenging, especially before lawnmowers and automatic sprinkler systems. It required vast tracts of land and a significant amount of labor. The reward, beautiful, albeit non-productive, expanses of greenery. In his book Homo Deus, Yuval Noah Harari explains that lawns offered no practical value. They weren't used for grazing animals or growing food. 
The size and neatness of the lawn became an undeniable symbol of status, a peacock display of wealth that could not be imitated. Devoting precious land or time to a lawn was unthinkable for peasants. For them, a lawn, if they had any, was not for relaxation, but for survival, used to grow food. This historical nugget came to mind recently as I spoke to neuropsychologist and author of The Hidden Spring, Mark Soames. Priorities are determined by the relative strength of your needs in relation to the range of opportunities afforded by your current circumstances. Mark Soames. For those of you who listened recently, Mark explained that needs and actions are interconnected and must be prioritized based on urgency. For example, we become aware of the need to go to the bathroom when it becomes urgent, a concept referred to as latchkey urgency. The concept of prioritizing needs also applies to organizations, which must determine critical needs based on their current circumstances. For example, I briefly worked as head of innovation in a large bureaucratic organization. I should have done my homework on the organization and presumed we could foster a culture of innovation. However, I soon realized the reality of this week's Thursday thought. You must also prioritize in an organization. You cannot paint innovation over the rust of a toxic culture. You must first tend to the cultural lawn before adding the innovative decor. This is even more pronounced if an organization is fighting for its survival. If you're running from a mountain lion, it's not a good idea to expend energy on growth. In order to survive, that is, escape the lion, you summon all your energy for your fight or flight response, redistributing energy reserves to fuel the protection response inevitably results in a curtailment of growth. Bruce Lipton In fight or flight mode, adrenaline is dumped into our systems when our bodies perceive a threat. Our blood thickens, so we bleed slower if we get cut in combat. Blood is diverted from our forebrain, where we do our best thinking, to our fists for fight and our legs for flight. Much like the human stress response, organizations narrow their focus, prioritizing immediate survival over long-term planning. This can lead to a downward spiral, as companies terminate projects that could lead to future growth, and they focus on survival instead. In organizational fight-or-flight mode, businesses tend to double down on what they already know and become resistant to anything new. Research from Bruce Lipton provides an interesting parallel. His work shows that cells switch between protection and growth modes based on the surrounding environment and signals from that environment, the body and the brain. In simpler terms, when a cell perceives a threatening environment, it focuses on protection, thus preventing growth. Conversely, the cell thrives in a non-threatening environment, promoting growth. The same can be applied to humans and their work environments. In a psychological climate of fear, people are less likely to take creative risks or invest in long-term planning. However, when the environment is supportive and non-threatening, individuals are more likely to thrive, plan and grow. 
This is where the privilege of having a private lawn comes into play. Private lawn is the ability to have the time and space to plan, think and grow. For some of us, daily survival consumes all our time, all our energy, leaving no room for strategic thinking or planning. Few organizations carve out the time to plan, strategize and think about long-term goals and objectives. As business leaders, creating an environment where everyone can access their private lawn, a space for growth, planning and forward thinking is crucial. However, we must also plan by priority. And that's the end of this week's Thursday Thought. As always, the imagery for those of you who watch this episode is created using neural frames. And neural frames, Nikolai Klemka has kindly offered a discount code for Innovation Show listeners, The Inno Show, all in capitals T H E I N N O S H O W. See you next week. <laughs>